the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe from WKKX and WVLY. show here on the watchdog i'm howard monroe bob slider behind the board i trust you know who you are you are welcome to join us anywhere along the way the mood strikes you by uh, using the trio stack auction service hotline you can call in at 304-232-8255 or you can use our text line if that works better for you text me at 304-214-1600 304-214-1600 happy to hear from you it's uh, going to be uh, kind of a mixture today, weather-wise. We've got sunshine this morning, clouds building in throughout the day, and rain and maybe some storms coming in in the afternoon. A little warmer than the last few days as we start off with 74 degrees at the Wheeling, Ohio County Airport, 72 at the Highlands, 68, a little cooler, as unusual, but cooler here at my home studios in Elm Grove, and 70 at the Robinson Auto Group Studios downtown Wheeling. In the heart of the Ohio Valley. Bob, I don't go to um, concerts at all anymore. I don't know anymore. Uh, I was never a huge concert goer. I did go to concerts in my in my prime, in my ute. Um, and I know that things have changed. But did you hear in the ABC newscast there what the price of a ticket to go see Springsteen is? I did. Uh, $5,000. <laughs> that's, that's crazy. Five. Hey, Springsteen, I'm sure it's a great act. I mean, I love his music, but holy moly, Spagoli. $5,000 to go for a ticket? I, I don't know if that's normal anymore. I don't know what, I mean, I haven't been to a concert in a very long time, but, and I know prices were up there. I mean, I knew that you were paying hundreds of dollars, you know, $200, $250. Uh, uh, I, I guess maybe I would have thought he could get a special seat or something for a thousand. $5,000. Is there anybody you would pay $5,000 to go see? Well, no. Even if I had that kind of money, I, I don't think I would. No, absolutely not. I, I can't. I mean, no. I mean, you know, have a seance and bring the Beatles back, maybe. I always miss seeing Sinatra perform live. But $5,000? Who paid? In all seriousness, who pay? Who can't afford to pay that? How can they have? How can they fill a stadium at that? I didn't hear. I did not hear, or didn't pay attention to what venue this was at, or if it's at all of his venues uh, with his tour. But who could afford to pay five thousand dollars? <throat> I don't know, really, anybody that could or would. I, you know, I know a lot of people that could, could, you know, maybe pony up that kind of, but they just wouldn't do it. I mean. Who, who, again, like you said, who would it be like a farewell Bruce Springsteen? But then, you know, what, a year later they come back? Yeah, first of all, there is no such thing as farewell. Yeah. Listen, Elton John, he's on his farewell tour right now, but I, I'm not 100% sure that there won't be a farewell to farewell tour with, with that. Just, that's the nature of some of these uh, these aging rockers. But I don't know. Okay. All right. 
show of hands, anybody, would any of you pay $5,000 to go see Springsteen or anybody in concert? I mean, I might pay $5,000 for a weekend with, I don't know who, Billy Joel? He's coming to Pittsburgh, I think. Uh, I might pay $5,000 for a weekend with Billy Joel, but I mean a weekend with, like, you get to spend the weekend with them and go traveling with them and, and go to their rehearsals. And, uh, but just to go to, I don't know. I, I'd love, if any of you think that $5,000 is anything even close to reasonable for a concert ticket, I would love you to uh, send uh, me a text at 304-214-1600 or to call me at 304-232-8255, which is the Frio Stack auction service hotline and which is where Gene is this morning. Good morning, Gene. Hey, uh, Howard, I've got to tell you something. This is yeah. very, very important. Are you listening to me close? Yeah. Okay. Tonight at 12.30, the first Twilight Zone is on tonight at 12.30. Guess what it is? The Air the at 20,000 oh. feet. Oh, that was the first one? No, no. It's the first one that they're going to show tonight. 20 about. Oh, the first one that's on the scene. I, I got you. I got you. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. okay. It, it, okay. You, know what, you yeah. know what it is, don't you? Shatner. Yeah, sure. The, the Shatner's seeing the creature on the wing of the That's right. Yeah. And you get to see. One of the best Andy. known and, and most frightening episodes uh, at the time. Yeah. So you could watch it to find out. What happens in the last five minutes of the show? <laughs> okay. Tonight at midnight, what's an appropriate time? The Twilight Zone. Uh, the uh, Yeah, that's that's one of the great ones. One of the great ones. Yeah, but hey, Gina, is there anybody you'd pay $5,000 to see in concert? I would pay $20 to go see Springsteen. <laughs> All right, Gene. Thanks for your call. I appreciate it. 304-232-8255. Join us uh, on the phone line if you'd like to. Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Be happy to chat. Um, all right, so tonight um, the Twilight Zone will feature Terror at 20,000 Feet, which is the one we talked about, one of the ones we talked about a couple of days ago, the one with uh, William Shatner on it. Um, all right, so if you if you pay 5000 bucks, give me a text and or give me a call. We'll talk about it. Uh, Bob, we spent a good bit of time yesterday talking about this Sean Wilson – I'm going to need to get a buzzer like they do for dogs, you know, shock collar. I don't, why do I say Deshaun Wilson every time? I don't know. I was trying to think uh, who, who was you were thinking of, but it's, uh, no, Deshaun Watson. Watson, my good man. Watson. I mean, I, it, I catch myself every time the word comes out of my mouth. I don't know why I say Wilson. It's like, it, anyway, we spent a good bit of time talking about it yesterday. I don't know if you saw the NFL uh, has weighed in on that, and they think that his six-game suspension is not enough. The NFL uh, is demanding a harsher penalty. We talked about this yesterday. We thought maybe they wouldn't get get too tough on this because some of the owners have their own problems. But um, the, the, the league did file an appeal yesterday afternoon uh, saying they think that uh, the six-game suspension is not enough. So I guess this goes to Goodell now for final decision. Is that the way it works? It, it does. And when we got into this, I, I forgot that he had the final say, whether, you know, uh, the, if he thought the ruling was in his favor or not, he had the final say. 
And I'm glad he's, he – to me, Howard, he had no choice. I think he would have liked for this just to went away, but it's not going to. And I, and I think he did the right thing if he does indeed suspend him for a year. And that'll be two years that this guy hasn't played. And I just don't know if it'll be that easy to come back next. You know what I'm saying? Two years off? I just, I just don't know. Way to go, Cleveland Browns. Keep up the good work. morning but all this week here on the watchdog morning show so what else have i got coming up for you today got a lot of good stuff we're going to really jump in and out of many different things um complaints at wheeling city council about the ohio valley pride festival i talked briefly about it yesterday those complaints turned into a screed against the lgbtq community i have some thoughts i didn't share much with you yesterday i will today and wheeling mayor glenn elliott is going to join us to weigh in on that controversy about what happened at council, the things that were said, and my, why they may have been said, and the trouble that may or may not have had at the Pride Festival. That's coming up later on. Social media complainers still bemoan the lack of part paving. Why doesn't the city ever pave streets? It's terrible. Now, we all know the downtown Wheeling streets have been bad for a while. The streetscape project finally getting underway. But aside from those two downtown streets, Main and Market Street, as Councilman Dave Palmer will tell us coming up later on this morning, this current council has presided over the largest amount of street paving in city history, including the largest single contract ever for street paving approved this week. I just wanted to talk a bit more about that with Dave because there's still people out there going, they never pave the streets. Well, they pave more streets than they have in, in any time in the city's history. Conspiracy broadcaster Alex Jones, this was funny to watch because um, I think he's an absolute goofball. He, he's a guy who said, among other things, Sandy Hook didn't happen, that the kids who were killed and the parents who were grieving, they were all they called false flags. They were all actors. Sorry, there were no kids killed. Um, conspiracy broadcaster Alex Jones, um, he's already been uh, found guilty of, in a civil suit, uh, brought by the parents of the Sandy Hook victims. So he's on the witness stand yesterday in the sentencing phase, and his it was like, and Alex Jones even called this a Perry Mason moment. Alex Jones has said, well, I never sent any text, or I never saw any text about Sandy Hook. His attorney was able to get Alex Jones's entire cell phone records, including every text he ever sent, and confronted him with it right there in the room and it was a fascinating thing to see a fascinating thing to see we'll talk about that <coughs> and i'll let you listen to a bit of his testimony the saudi-backed live golf tour is considering adding an event at the greenbrier governor justice seemed to think it's a good idea a lot of folks are saying do you remember that uh, they were kind of behind 9-11 and that they uh, dismembered that journalist and you think it's good to have their golf tour at your uh, uh, casino. I'm going to talk about that coming up later on. And Bob, his voice was one of those ones best known anywhere, everywhere. Baseball announcing great Vin Scully passed away this week. Now, there's been a lot written about him the last several days. Some say he was the best there ever was. Not everybody agrees. I want to get your take on this, Bob, and I'd love to hear from our listeners about who is the greatest baseball 
baseball announcer, or if you want to broaden it out into other kinds of sports announcers, that's okay. But who is the greatest play-by-play announcer of all time? Uh, text me, call me. Bob and I will talk about it. In fact, we'll do that coming up next here on the Watchdog Morning Show. Top Kirchhoff talk line on Metro News. On the last show, Governor Jim Justice pushing his tax plan. I'm going to be here a couple more years, but the time that we get through Amendment 2 and we go through all the different gyrations, I'm trying to get a tax break to people and money in their pocket today. The special session rolls on on taxes and on abortion. Keep up on talk line right here on this Metro News radio station. Wheeling Coin and Hobby on 10th Street in Wheeling next to the Bridge Tavern in downtown Wheeling wants to buy any and all unwanted gold and silver jewelry. They are paying top dollar for 10, 14, 18, and 22 karat gold plus 925 sterling silver. They also want to buy collectible coins and paper money from before 1933. Wheeling Coin and Hobby is open daily from 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. Monday through Saturday. <laughs> 304-232-8430 and add them on Facebook. Highland Sports Complex is the coolest destination for sports and entertainment the Ohio Valley has ever seen. Pop in for some open basketball on our field house or reserve some turf time for your next practice or game on our synthetic fields. Online registration is open for development classes and leagues for youth and adults. Highland Sports is also the hottest destination for birthday parties and other events. So come challenge yourself on our play climb and enjoy your favorite virtual reality games in the arcade. No membership required, so visit islandsports.com to find your next entertainment experience and get ready to reach new heights. We Text us. We keep you informed with local news, sports, and weather, plus great conversation. This is the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU Medicine. Just about 74 degrees, sunny right now. Some clouds will possibly roll in later in the day today. And I didn't look to see, what is our high going to be today? Let me just double check that. Uh, High of 88, feels like temperature mid-90s, so another hot day today. Uh, Grandson Teddy and I spent uh, about four hours in the pool yesterday, which was a good place to be on a hot day like that. He is said to have been one of the... No, he is said to have been the greatest baseball announcer of all time, maybe one of the greatest sports announcers in any field at all time. He had that, um, I don't know how you describe it, um, almost a honey-tenored, mellifluous voice, always stayed fairly calm in all circumstances. Vin Scully, um, she's back, began, Bob, back with the Brooklyn Dodgers and then moved to L.A. where he spent uh, almost all of his career, passed away this week, and... A lot of accolades coming in about uh, 
Scully being the greatest of them all. Do we have some Scully stuff here? I think so. Uh, again, I'm at the YouTube's mercy, but let's uh, let's try. <laughs> Said to be Bob. What do you think? One of the one of the or the greatest uh, baseball announcers of all time, or do you feel he's overhyped, overrated? I don't think he's overrated at all. He's not at the top of my list, but I recognize that he has to be uh, on Mount Rushmore. Uh, he to me, Howard, and, and everybody's different. I want my baseball announcer to be a little bit like the big dog, John Saunders. I want him to scream. I want him to spit in the microphone. I want him to get so excited that I feel it. I know something good just happened. You know, Vince Scully, he, he had a great vocabulary. He, he, you know, he, he did it in a different, different style. Um, but it, I think it was good. He was a calmer, quieter. He was calmer, quieter. I mean, he, he had a much, much more um, subdued isn't the right word because we could get. Here's my guy. Here's your guy. Let's listen to him a second. Here's the one-two pitch from Marichal, and there's a ball hit deep to right field. That goes Bobby Bonds, and he can't get it. This is the ball. Well, what'd you hear me say? He give it, and he take it. That's my guy. You know, and again, it doesn't work for everybody, but Beverly Hills, Rodeo Drive, Vin Scully was their guy. But, you know, back here, and there was, to me, was Bob Prince the best? No. I think I think Ernie Harwell was the best. Do you do you know who I'm talking about, Howard? Yes, I do. Ernie, yeah, Ernie Harwell was with the Detroit Tigers for for years and years and years. And to me, he was the best. He had a little Southern accent, but he would get excited, and he was a homer like Bob Prince. You knew exactly what you know. He he was rooting for the team. He just wasn't broadcasting. I'm old school, Howard. I I think the play by play man should describe the action and then the the color guy should tell you what happened you know it, it seems like they get away from that now i'm old school and i'm i am a i am listen, I, there's nothing wrong to me nothing wrong with being a homer that's what you're supposed to do when you're the announcer for the pittsburgh pirates you're supposed to be happy when the pirates win and sad when they lose right Yes. He was a homer. I don't know if you could call Vince Scully a homer. Now, he was rooting for the Dodgers, but he didn't. There was no gimmicks with, with Vince Scully. You, you know, he didn't shake the green loony at anybody. Like Bob Prince had the gimmicks. The, the sayings, you know, we had him all the way. He just was a broadcaster who, again, he, he, he chose his words very carefully. He, he, he tried to keep his emotions in check. I'll take Harry Callis any day. I'll take the gunner, Jack Buck. Those guys, Harry Carey, those are the guys that I think were the all-time great. Yeah, I, I, I would certainly tend to agree with you. But, again, I think some of that does come down to the fact that I, I think probably if you ask this question in any city in America – you get a somewhat different answer simply because every city probably has their right hometown legend. You know, Cincinnati had uh, Mar- Murray Brenneman. 
Marty Brennan. Yeah. Marty Brennan, yes, yes. Yeah. Here's my problem. Here's my problem. I don't think we have. Uh, I don't think we have hometown legend announcers anymore. Well, Greg Brown's been there a yeah. long time, uh, you know. But no, I don't. I I, I, I wouldn't want to hurt his feelings. I think Greg Brown is a really nice man, and I think he's a great announcer. But has he hit that legendary status yet? Uh, no, he hasn't. And I think Greg Brown, while he is clearly a big fan, I mean, he, he's pays, paid by the Pirates. He's a fan of the Pirates and all that kind of stuff. Um, I think you could take Greg, Greg Brown and hire him in a different city for a different team, and he would yes, still be good. Absolutely, somewhat the same way. Exactly, Howard. Exactly. Changeable, if you will. And that, again, I'm with. Listen, that is by no means, as you said, I don't want anyone to go about and tell Greg Brown that. No, <laughs> no, we're not. I think that's a compliment. When he, first, when he first started, yeah, yeah, and he's still with it. He's on this station a good bit with. Uh, Bill right, and, and Vince so Scully could have went. Criticism. He could have done the same thing you're describing. Bob Prince couldn't, and they proved that when he was fired and he went to Houston, it just didn't work. It just didn't work out. He, he lasted one year, and they told him to get out. Yeah, it's just not as there's there's certain announcers, and these were the classics, the Harry Careys of the world, and so on, that just you couldn't you couldn't transplant them. They were Harry Carey was Chicago, you know. Um, Russ Hodges, the, the Giants win the pennant. The Giants win the pennant. I mean, that's just great stuff. The Giants. Who? Who's? I'm sorry. Who? Who was the New York announcer? I, and it's, it, it should be in my head. I can hear him talking. For the Giants, that that the call. Yankees win. Yankees. Well, that was John Sterling. He came later. Mo Allen was there before him. Uh, it was John Sterling. Yeah, the yeah. Yankees win. Yeah. And, of course, Harry Carey did, Cubs win, Cubs win. Bob Prince said, we had them all the way. Uh, everybody had their little trademark, but I think you're right, Howard. They're getting away from that, at least in baseball, I think they are. Yeah, I think, in, and, and really, it started when the gunner left. And it became more of, a, of an announcer job as opposed to a, I don't know what I want to call it, performing job, performer's job. Um, I mean, don't get me wrong, Prince was a good announcer, but, I mean, it became it became more of a just make sure you get the the plays right, uh, th and maybe throw a few comments in, than it did to be that entertainer that Bob uh, Prince Bob Prince certainly was. Oh yeah, and Howard, I, I want I want my guy to be about half you know half in the bag by the seventh inning stretch. You know, I want to know that he's in there <laughs> drinking a couple beers. He can't remember that, that young rookie from Venezuela's name, but so he comes up with Chico. He just throws a nickname at him. That's my kind of guy, you know. That's baseball. I had a chance to do that just once with Bob Prince. Uh, I was at a pirate game back in the media uh, arena. Uh, stunningly, you'll be surprised to know that I was at the buffet. And uh, uh, the game had gotten under underway again. I think it must have been a seventh inning stretch or something. But there was a break, and, and so I went back to the media uh, room and had some of the buffet. And everyone went back. I left, and, and this was after he'd left the, the, the game, but he was there. Bob Prince was sitting there just by himself. Oh, man. I never sat down and had a nice little conversation with him. I mean, that was a, that was a really, really cool afternoon just sitting there talking to the guy. There's nobody that I would have rather hung out with. And let me ask you this. You're, you're a somewhat baseball guy. You know what's going on. Would you put Lanny Fateri in legendary status? Icon? I would say, as you said about Greg Brown, I think he's – Working on it, I guess. But no, I, I don't. I. See, I think he's underrated. He's not up there with the Bob. 
Yeah. Well, I, I think he's he was very good, and he was. There was no doubt about it. You know, he he had his own thing. Yeah. Go ball, go ball. You know that type of thing. I thought Lanny Fritari was was a B plus, if, if not if not an A minus. Yeah, I think he was. You know, and I don't. I heard stories that he wasn't the greatest guy. You know, and that was one of the one of the things that kind of you know got him pushed out the door. He, I think he's teaching broadcasting down at Waynesburg University right now. I was just going to say, I think he's a, I think he's a broadcast teacher now. And he calls games maybe for their school. Absolutely. My son Clay uh, downstate with uh, Wheeling Central, he did all those games, all of them. Lanny for Terry. So, I, again, I, I don't think he's in the class with a, a Bob Prince or Myron Cope or Mike Lang. But I think, I think you're right, Howard. I think he is a little underrated. I think he's done a great job, and he was here a long time. Michael Lang off the text line. Uh, when I asked for your favorite, or you, you think some of the greatest uh, baseball, and well, actually it's not baseball, the greatest sports announcers of all time, uh, Mike Lang, Pittsburgh Pirate, Pittsburgh Penguins, uh, one of those that uh, that pops up here. Who is this they're referring to? Please, nobody. This is off the text line three zero four two one four sixteen hundred. Please, nobody praise Greg Brown. All he does is defend the Pirates. He's disgusting. He's a brown noser. Well, maybe he's got good eyesight. He sees who pays his check, you know, who signs his check. Yeah, you know, but again, I think to the extent that whether you like the owner or not, if, if the Pirates are the team you're announcing for, I want you to be supportive of the pirates he's a company man right we as fans can you know on the outside looking in we fans we can criticize all the time but i I think i want to hear my play-by-play guy you know showing showing support for the team i think yeah i mean again he's a company man he's not going to badmouth anybody i think he brings up when people make a mistake and they shouldn't have done that but he doesn't try to embarrass anybody i think he's a classy guy howard i think he's a real classy guy Uh, I, i again i do too uh, another person, not a Greg Brown fan. All he does is defend the owner. Well, again, I, I used to have a. There was a sign at one of the radio stations I worked at many years ago, and it said, "If you work for a man, for God's sake, work for him. And if you can't do that, then go outside and criticize." And I think that's probably true. You know, uh, I. It, I mean, I just, I would, I would be somewhat upset if the guy being paid by the nuttings, then criticize the nuttings. Again, you and I can do that. Sure, we do. I do. Yeah. <laughs> it's not, it's not Greg Brown's place to do that. Howard, Bob, please play homage to the great Jack Fleming. Wow. Certainly a tremendous announcer. Oh, and, and again, am I a homer? Yes, I am. Do I think he's underrated? Yes, I do. I, I think he should be in the Pittsburgh, uh, what is it, Hall of Fame, that, that – the ring that they hire, you know, Myron Cope just got in. Again, I'm a West Virginia guy. Jack Fleming was a West Virginia guy. I think he was just as good as those two together. That, that's what made it. Fleming and Cope together. And Cope. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and you know what? They went to Jack Fleming and they had, had to get his blessing. And he wasn't sure. You know, he didn't like that gimmick stuff. But it turned out to be one of the best uh, broadcasting duos ever. And it was great because... Fleming, somewhat like Vince Scully, as you mentioned, Fleming had a good vocabulary. He could paint a picture. He was a picture painter. And then Cope was the crazy off commentary guy. And who didn't love Myron Cope, you know? Yoy and double yoy. 
they didn't know it was going to work. Yeah. No. Well, nobody knows. You and I would have been. Uh... Right. <laughs> this shows you sometimes. Yeah. So, so you just never know. Hey, I'd love to hear from more of you all. 304-232-8255 if you want to talk on the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. After a weather, we'll have some time to take some phone calls if you'd like to. 304-232-8255, Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. A couple more texts are coming in. I'll take those, 304-214-1600. Everybody has their own opinion, but uh, I just, I picked one one list of the top ten, it's not just baseball, but the top ten play-by-play announcers of all time, the top ten. Bob, we'll see how many of these you concur with and what other ones you might want to add. So we'll continue this conversation coming up in just a bit. Right now, we'll head over to the news desk for an update. Then uh, Aaron's in for a brief weather check for us as the Watchdog Morning Show moves on on Thursday morning. It is 736, 24 till the hour, 74 degrees, and Stephanie is here. Good morning, Steph. Good Thursday morning, everyone. I'm Stephanie Grinley with your 7 News headlines for August 4th. Residents of Moundsville would be wise to heed a warning issued by the police. Keep a close eye on your cars and make sure they're locked up tight when you aren't around. Police Chief Thomas Mitchell tells us that a group of indigent people have been breaking into unlocked cars, stealing anything of value. The chief says these suspects aren't breaking windows or picking locks. They only target unlocked cars. For now, the robberies appear to be centered around 1st to 7th Street, but police say it can happen anywhere in town. Authorities say two people are dead after a car plowed into a Woodsfield senior living apartment complex, trapping a man and woman underneath. Fire Chief Mike Young says it happened just before 1 p.m. yesterday off of State Route 78 in downtown Woodsfield. The jaws of life were used to get those people out. One person died on the scene. The other person died while waiting to be life-flighted. The victims' names have not yet been released. Two people in the car were injured and transported to area hospitals. We have an update this morning on the three victims of Tuesday's possible home explosion in Powhatan. Powhatan fire officials tell 7 News that both children were moved from UPMC and are still in critical condition. One of the children was sent to Akron Children's Hospital Burn Center. The father is still at UPMC and is also listed in critical condition. Stay with us for updates. That was a look at your 7 News headlines. I'm Stephanie Grinley. Have a safe Thursday, everyone. specializing in antiques, business liquidations, multi-parcel land auctions. Frio Stack & Associates is a regional business offering the executor, attorney, agent, and other individuals the most comprehensive and technologically advanced auction and appraisal services available. For information on our service, call our office at 304-233-3168 or email frioauc at aol.com. Frio Stack & Associates sells the earth and everything else. Hey there, Dave Weekly here. 
Metro News Hotline presents what's trending in sports, music, movies, tech, television, and more from a Mountain State point of view. Renowned local and national guests pepper the daily lineup with authoritative insights and commentary on a wide variety of topics from West Virginia high school sports to the financial markets. Join the fun. Every day, Coop and I dip into irreverent discussions with calls, texts, tweets, the question of the day, and the always popular in or out. Metro News Hotline, weekdays from 3 to 6 on Metro News, the voice of West Virginia. Great conversation continues now on the Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe, brought to you by WVU studio uh, broadcast uh, on Twitter at Watchdog WV uh, or on Twitter at Radio Monroe or on our website, watchdognetwork.com, and the video feed resides right smack dab in the middle of the page as you begin to scroll down. A couple of city council items I want to get to today. Dave Palmer's coming in to talk about street paving. I know that sounds a little bit, you know, mundane, but people are still complaining about they don't pave our streets, they don't pave our streets. Well, in point of fact, we at least in the council, the current council of the past several years has done more street paving than I think any council in, in the past. And they just gave the largest single contract for street paving ever. I just wanted to kind of make that point. So I invited Dave to come on to talk about that. And I also invited Mayor Elliott to come in to talk about this little dust-up over the Ohio Valley Pride Festival that uh, showed up at Wheeling City Council somewhat unexpectedly. One councilman, one citizen uh, raised some questions about the Pride Festival, and it really turned into um, dissatisfaction with the LGBTQ community. I invited Mayor Elliott to offer some thoughts. He said he would come in. I, somewhat reluctantly, but he did say he would come in. So that's coming up a little bit later on. Coming up right now, Aaron Myler is here from the Big 7, WTRF-TV, as we talk about the forecast. Boy, you hit it on the head yesterday, Aaron. It was it was sunny, and man, was it hot. I made it a pool day, so I felt pretty good, but it was hot. Oh, yeah, it was a toasty day yesterday. I've got another toasty one today, so just buckle in. <laughs> it's going to be hot be again. Ready. I'm over it. Um, I, I love the heat. I never. I don't complain. I truly don't because I'd rather have the heat than the snow, okay, um, by, by a mile. But, boy, oh, boy, was it hot yesterday. Gee, Merry Christmas. Again, we got in the pool, so it kind of cooled things down. Felt, felt pretty good in the pool. Played. I think we did four, my son, grandson and I spent, I think, over four hours in the, in the pool, which is a good thing to do. Um, but today's going to be, today's, today's gonna be um, with, with at least with the humidity and the feels like temperature, we're going to be 90s again, right? Yep, it's going to be just as hot today, so we're not getting any break from that heat today. But uh, yeah, we're going to have some sun. There's some sun outside right now. There's also some storms up in parts of Harrison and Jefferson counties, but most of us not seeing anything in the way of that. Most of us actually getting some sunshine right now. So, uh, not too bad to start off your morning, again, for most people around the area right now. But uh, we have that across the region. We have uh, sunshine out there. But I think later on, everyone's going to get some more clouds in the forecast. We'll see some showers and a couple storms coming later tonight. So we have rain in the forecast. We're 
changing from the sunshine and going more towards rain here as we go through the next several days, really. Coming uh, down in the afternoon or in the evening? Um, probably late afternoon, early evening, like probably like after 3 or 4 o'clock we're looking at it. So you probably have like the first part of your afternoon free, but the models are kind of disagreeing on some of this stuff. Some just starting around 3, 4 o'clock, some starting a little bit later in your evening. But uh, either way, as we get later, the chance does get a little bit better out there. I know it's be that, like, uh, not completely com- widespread at all times, though. So, like, like right now, some we might have rain up. They have rain up to our north, but in our area, we're sunny. So, <laughs> a little bit of both. Yeah, it's sunny outside my home studios right now. Uh, a little bit, just a smidgen warmer than it was this time yesterday. Seventy-four, I think, at the airport right now. It's a couple of degrees warmer than it was yesterday. Um, I, I look, I, Aaron. I think all of us are still skittish about whenever you say storms and. Maybe, I don't know if you th- are you expecting severe storms or not, but the storms could be heavy tonight. Um, how how bad can the storms get? I ask because you know, we've gone through this where we've had some rough ones lately. Let's put it that way. Yeah. So, I mean, I think with these ones, I mean, we all, like, usually when we have storms coming, there's always the risk for some dusty winds within there. Um, and then I think the main thing we're watching for today, since the ground's already pretty wet, is just some, like, localized flash flooding that could happen just because you get a heavy shower over top of you. It could put water down pretty quickly and then cause some flooding. I think that's the main stuff. We also, to put it on perspective, the derecho like that, the last time we had one that bad was 2012. The last time Marshall County had a tornado, like we had the other day, was 20 years ago in uh, Ohio County in 1950. So it's like we have just had a couple of things happening, but... Those are not normal occurrences, so I wouldn't expect to see something quite like that. It's just that, like, right now we're just kind of stuck in this pattern where we have heat and humidity, which are two of the building blocks you need for uh, storms to pop up. So, like, the one right now up in Harrison and uh, Jefferson counties, like, I've been watching it. It's not spinning at all. It's just slowly moving off to the northeast, so... There's nothing like that happening, but there is some there is some heavy rain and there is some gusty winds at times, but nothing I would concern yourself with too too. I would, I would be ready for mainly, like I said, I'd worry most about flash flooding as a possibility, and just obviously, as we all know, don't drive through any water on the road. Well, I just again, I think we're all a little bit skittish. Your your your, your logic is is sound. Um, you know, we we haven't had a tornado in Ohio County in 50 years, for example. We did this past week. Uh, the double derecho was a was a horrible thing that went through Wheeling Park and areas around it. Uh, it's been quite a while since we had an actual derecho of that kind come through. Still, as I said earlier, I think it makes us skittish. We just get oh, oh storms yeah. are coming. Oh, what's it going to be? You know, you get uh, you antsy about that. Tomorrow, what are we looking for? More rain tomorrow? Yeah, more rain tomorrow. We are kind of stuck in this rainy phase for a bit right now. Unfortunately, so we're kind of stuck on that path. So we're seeing more rain coming in tomorrow. Probably some storms, like I said, continuing overnight tonight into tomorrow. And we still have some rain chances through your day. So it's just kind of going to be not like necessarily wall-to-wall rain all day long. We'll have just kind of rainy feeling and continuing rain pretty on and off as we go throughout the day. So get ready for more rain moving in tomorrow. Saturday, we still have a chance for some rain in the forecast. So we're kind of stuck with this generally kind of annoying pattern of just seeing the rain kind of continuing as we move through. So everybody was asking for a lot of rain a couple weeks ago. I'm finally delivering on all this rain that nobody wanted. 
Yeah, <laughs> looking at the seven-day, looks like some rain or showers uh, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, at least, well, a Wednesday in the morning. So really through the seven-day, it looks like uh, some showers at least a little bit every day. I had folks ask me uh, yesterday, Aaron, if I would ask you to try to give a little more sense of the day tomorrow folks in the pat putter uh memorial golf scholarship uh have their 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 scholarship coming up and they said howard can you ask aaron what what might the progression of storms or rain be on friday i know that there's no way to guarantee something but i mean heavy in the morning let up in the afternoon or can you give us a sense uh, of, of how the day may walk through tomorrow yeah, so, I mean, it's looking like we have, like, some stuff coming in overnight. Oh, I can't breathe. Stuff coming in overnight uh, and in the morning tomorrow. Then as we get into the rest of your day, or I mean, it's just, the problem is just generally going to be a rainy kind of day. It's going to be kind of an all-day event. Uh, I mean, I think the best chance for some thunderstorms is normally, I think, like I said, overnight, like early this, in the morning. So that probably won't be a problem all morning. But as we go into your afternoon, then they once we get a little bit warmer, that helps us get some more thunderstorm activity. So unfortunately, not the greatest day for anything really going on because it's going to be a generally rainy day coming up tomorrow. But uh, yeah, I'd say you're, expect some rain throughout the day, but the best chance for some thunderstorms is going to be in the afternoon tomorrow. So pretty much a, a rainy day all day long, a kind of a gloomy and rainy day most of the day. Uh, some intense weather earlier and later, but basically during the day, look for rain pretty much all the way along. All right, well, I was, I was asked to ask you, so now I have done my duty and ask you, and you have done your duty and given us a response. So there you go. Appreciate yeah, it. We'll probably get like a couple, like I said, we'll have some breaks here and there, like probably like in the morning. You'll have a couple breaks. It's not going to be like wall-to-wall just pouring all day long, but uh, we have that chance kind of sticking in your forecast, so we're kind of stuck with that. The good news or bad news is that a lot of the models aren't completely agreeing, so some of them are showing some times where there's not really as much rain. The issue with that is that you really, it's whenever everything's, nothing's agreeing as the timing of anything, it's hard to nail down an exact time, because everything's kind of all over the board for tomorrow. So, I would just all right, Aaron, appreciate it. Thanks a lot. We will talk tomorrow to wrap up the week and, uh, and as always, to find out what your exciting plans for the weekend are because you always have something going on. So we'll talk to you tomorrow, <laughs> we'll talk to you tomorrow and get a, get, a, get a line on that. Thanks for being here today. As always, thanks for the forecast. We'll talk to you soon. Thank you. Have a good one, guys. Aaron Myler, Big 7, WTRF-TV. Yeah, uh, Dave from the... Uh, Pat Clutter Memorial Scholarship said, can you ask Aaron to give us a better sense of how the day is going to be on Friday as opposed to, you know, is it going to be a lot of rain in the morning, kind of slower? In the, but I guess the short answer is, sorry, uh, it's going to rain all day. Take your take your rain gear with you, Dave. <laughs> take, take your golf umbrella if you're going. 7.50, 10 till the hour on the Watchdog Morning Show. I don't know what the price of gas is uh, today. We, can, we generally have been doing this on Mondays, and I'm not going to take time to do it today. But I do have a look at the latest Lundberg survey, which is the national survey taking a look at price of gas. National average, Bob, is 416, which is, I mean, we are always well below the national average, or usually are. So national average, border to border, coast to coast, $4.16 a gallon. 
that is an almost a dollar drop from the highest point uh, back in mid-June. So the prices are dropping pretty quickly. They are, Howard. I was, uh, I was several places yesterday, but I think the low point I saw was, and I can't tell you where, was 346. Well, 346? I think so. I saw several people online posting 364, 362. So it's going down quickly. Um, no question about it. Just uh, uh, And Monday, maybe we'll do our little roundup. That we always, Monday, we tend to do a quick roundup with everybody and see where it's at. Uh, eight before the hour, I want to continue to talk about the play, play-by-play announcers. Who do you think are the best play-by-play announcers of all time? I've got a list of the top ten. We'll, we'll parcel a few of them out every hour over the next couple of hours and talk some more about this, talking about it all in the wake of the death of Vin Scully, whom somebody, many say was the greatest baseball announcer of all time. Certainly in the running for that, but I think everybody probably thinks of their homers. Uh, uh, certainly Bob and I would, uh, having grown up in the era when he was the voice and grown up in the area near here, uh, Bob Prince to me is, and to Bob is the, uh, is the quintessential. Uh, he was He was good. He was accurate, you know, Bob. He was—I mean, he—he he, he didn't miscall you or mislead it. I mean, if the Pirates were losing, he made it pretty clear they were—they weren't doing very well. But man, was he enthusiastic! It, it, I want to hear from the rest of you. Three zero four two one four sixteen hundred is the text line. Um, who do you think is the greatest? And I'm going to broaden this out here because I have a list of greatest sports announcers. Who is the greatest sports announcer? Text me, call me. We'll talk about it coming up next on the Watchdog Morning Show.
your finances, sporting events, schooling for your children, and so much more. With so much uncertainty surrounding you, there's one auto dealership that you can be certain about, and that's Doan Ford. You can be certain that you always get a great deal and the best service afterwards. Being in business for over 50 years has given Doan Ford the reputation of being a strong, reliable dealership. Be certain. Choose Doan Ford. Online at DoanFord.com. This is your morning news and information, plus controversy and conversation. The Watchdog Morning Show with Howard Monroe is brought to you by WVU Medicine. She did really well, too. She made a lot of money with and they, then they made a movie. So way to go there. Uh, what's her name? Billy Joe. Or no, that's the song. Bobby Joe Gentry is her name. Bobby Joe Gentry. It's good, though. Uh, it's, it's good. Three before the hour here on the Watchdog Morning Show. So text me if you'd like to at 304-214-1600 or call 304-232-8255 on the Frio Stack Auction Service Hotline. Vin Scully died this week, so we've been talking about uh, great baseball announcers in particular. But I want to broaden this out. I've got a list here from Yahoo Sports on the top ten play-by-play announcers in any sport, and it's radio or TV of all time. Now, we've kind of begun to put our own list together. Bob Prince, uh, Bob and I completely agree. Mike Lang, several folks have texted in on Mike Lang. Jack Fleming, which is a great one. I think he was a, an absolute giant. Uh, his ability to tell a story, to paint a picture, is uh, about the best I ever had. He did the Steelers, and he did the uh, WVU. And um, uh, so if you have some thoughts, you can add that. Bob, who else would you add? If, you, if we were going outside the immediate local area, who do you think are some of the greats, whether it's baseball or other other kinds of sports announcers? I think the greatest announcer, that's somebody that can go to a baseball game, can do a football game, can do a hockey game, can, could call golf, is Al Michaels. I, I think he's the, the absolute greatest. If you want to listen to somebody, if you get, get into the business, try to do what he does. Yeah, I think I, he, I, I've always loved him. He comes in number three on this list, so he's right there. Wow, rough list. Uh, yeah, well, this is the Yahoo Sports uh, top ten play-by-play announcers of all time, and Al Michaels uh, comes in at number three on that list. Starting back at number ten, I'll get uh, one or two of these in here. We'll talk more about it later. Uh, number ten is Jim Nance. Not a big fan of his, to be honest with you, but uh, Jim Nance. Uh, number nine is Keith Jackson. Uh, okay, yeah. Number eight, I would concur with this. I think he was a great guy. Now he had some controversy around him, but. Brett Musburger. 
Eh, I see you're losing me there. I think I thought he was just totally, totally overrated. You like him because he talks to you every morning. If his guy's in the desert, come on, Howard. <laughs> All right. I'll add some more of these off the Yahoo list, and I'll add some more off of your list on the phone line or text line uh, as the morning show moves on. We'll shift to some talk about the city of Wheeling coming up next after ABC covers the world. Preacher Brother Taylor dropped by today. 